T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, we got a lot of questions for Brian Scalabrini, NBC Sports Boston. He joins us here on the Harbor One Hotline. He's brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh, and by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow. What's going on, Scal? I'm doing well. I'm all rested up, ready to hit this second half of the season. Okay, so how how was vacation? Where does where does uh, Brian Scalabrini go on a vacation? Mex- Mexico. Oh, yeah, nice. I'm a big Mexico guy. Yeah, just. Uh, you know, I got to take a stop in Dallas, but I get there. It's it's like a, it's a town called Mazatlan. It's kind of like a low key spot, but um, just hang out with my 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 kids, and we bring in some family members. So it's just like uh, it's good. Like it's good. Does, does you get this... recognized down there like you do uh, in the no. streets of Philadelphia and New York. No, 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 no. I and I was just thinking that because I was in Spain uh, this summer. I just me and my wife went, and I got recognized quite a bit, actually. A lot of Celtic fans in Spain, but not a single person recognized who I was. It was great. Oh, Have man. you ever thought about, like, wearing a Scalabrini jersey around so people <laughs> like, yeah, can like put it ball. together? <laughs> Sometimes no. Arkan goes seen, into the north yeah. end, and he wears, like, a WEEI hat to it's make true. sure everyone yeah, looks yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not a joke. He does um, that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, um, no, I, it's funny. They have this, uh, guy who's supposed to look like Clay Thompson driving around in a convertible and he wears like the Clay Thompson uniform. Like if you were smart, if you really believe that that was Clay Thompson and he would actually drive around in a convertible in his uniform, right? Wouldn't that, even if you thought it was him, wouldn't that make you say, nah, man, that's not him. No way he would do something like that. Scal, there is a Jalen Brown impersonator. I was just going to say the same guy? thing. Yeah. Have you seen him at the garden? Uh, no. He, and sh- he, he shows up in a Jalen jersey. In a Jalen jersey. He's got his hair done like Jalen. He's got the shoes and the leg sleeve and everything. And he walks around taking Uh-oh. pictures with people during the game in the concourse. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how have I missed this guy? You know what? I got to go get it. I got to get a picture with the guy. Does he charge people? Like, Ooh, good you know, like, I uh, hope not. He should. <laughs> are you doing you doing the all-inclusive, Scal? People are very, people are very no. divided on the all-inclusive versus not. You're not an all-inclusive guy. No, but I won't go to a hotel room any longer. I only rent condos, like you know, nice. things like that. Ball. Things with bedrooms. Nice. Oh, it's not like that. Trust me, it ain't it ain't like that. But I, I want a kitchen. I want a kitchen to make my own coffee in the morning and uh, my own breakfast in the morning. I do go out one one meal a day. But you guys, if you ever go out and you eat three meals a day out, man, you feel like garbage. Like you get five fat later. too. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Come back from vacation fat. Oh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's why I like the all inclusive. I'm just I'm just chowing down. That's why I like it. I uh, wanted to ask you about Jason Tatum. He's been making the rounds on media following All Star Break, and he 
He's number five right now on the Kia MVP ladder, something we've been talking about a little bit. And now there's this kind of narrative out there. We just heard from Brian Windhorst a little clip that we played about how people are holding his finals performance two seasons ago now against him in the MVP, um, I guess, considerations. Do you think that that's a real thing that the people who hold these votes are considering still at this point? I think that the vote now is a little overrated because I remember like a month ago, I'm watching the Clippers, I'm watching Kawhi Leonard and like on, on DraftKings or, or whatever the whatever the bet was, he was a plus 20,000. And I was like, that's wrong. And if you just look at the way the Clippers play and the way that they've been trending, he's, I don't know where he's at right now, but I guarantee he's not plus 20,000 because the Clippers are good. So I think like everything that happens early, it's, you know, the, um, you have this guy's putting up gaudy numbers and Luca has this much, but if they're an eight seed and the Celtics have the best record in the NBA and the Celtics have a 10 game lead in the Eastern conference, when it's all said and done, remember all, they don't vote throughout the year. It's just one vote at the end. So I have a feeling that Tatum will, will so I kind of surge late as other people kind of fall off. That's just the way it goes. And, you know, in the past, it's been Jokic and then Embiid surged late, and Jokic said, I'm done with this, all the, the drama that happened last year. So I can see why, like, Tatum has been so good for so long and in the finals and in the Eastern Conference finals. It's not new. It's not a shiny new toy. So I kind of feel like people have not talked about Tatum as much. But when this, when you start to unfold the numbers and you'll start seeing this in March, I think people will get on board. I think his – his odds will significantly improve to win the MVP. Scal, how much, if any, of a role do you think load management's going to play in the last third of the season here with these Celtics? I think a lot. I think a lot. Yeah, I think um, it'll be interesting the way that they – I wonder if it's – remember, it's, there's two types of load management, right? There's limiting your minutes, and then there's limiting your games. Look for in the, the month of March and April for some of the players like that are going to play big minutes to start spiking some of their minutes but also looking at them to maybe take some games off. You know, you'll see you'll see a Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, uh, maybe Brown and Tatum. They're going to have to be upwards of 41, 42, 43 minutes. You'll see a few games like that. You'll see a Porzingis 38 minutes, but then you'll see him take off the next night afterwards. So there's different types of load management, and, and I think you'll see more of that and you'll have guys coming in and, you know, Luke Cornetto get a start and stuff like that. So you, I think you'll see a lot of uh, different combinations as they get, you know, towards the end of the season. Scal, it's Arkan's contention, and I agree with him, that the Celtics can, you know, not only win to, you know, get Banner 18, but that would also serve as a way to apply pressure to other teams in the city to try to keep up. Did, did you feel that? Was that a real thing when you were with the Celtics uh, in this city, you know, uh, 2008, for instance, trying to keep up with what the Patriots and Red Sox were doing? Um, not in a negative way, but I think more like in a positive way. Like, And I think the crowd kind of feeds into that. They, like, I feel like when the, when the, when the, when the teams are, are, aren't as good, let's say the Red Sox aren't as good, I kind of feel like it, um, it like maybe carries over a little bit. But I feel like when teams are good, there's like a, a, there's like a buzz across the city. So – I didn't – not necessarily like the way you're talking about, like, free agency, but maybe that does happen. I don't know. I have no idea how the – like, I don't even know how uh, free agency works in football. But um, I do think that 
like when owners see go to games and they see that buzz and they get to the playoffs and they're like, wow, this is amazing. We need to get back to that. Let's spend some money. I mean, I don't, I don't know how they like. I don't know if they can just like can open up their checkbooks and write whatever they want in football. But I, I would think that. Kraft goes to a game and he feels that like that excitement of, of, of the garden that he would want to, you know, feel that same thing. That I mean, that that's what, isn't that what, it, what it's all about for those guys. I'd say so. Uh, Scout, I'm wondering if you saw Jason Tatum's conversation that he had with Malika Andrews on ESPN. And one of the things that he talked about was, quote, coexisting with Jalen Brown and looking at them as a duo where do you put them among the other duos in the NBA right now? So I think it's really hard to compare, um, like, different position duos. Like, for instance, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, right? Like, they, they check so many boxes. But you would say wing duos. Because I, I think when you're a point guard and a center, you don't have to learn how to coexist. Even, like, Shaq and Kobe, I guess they hated each other. But those guys were nasty together because – they, they just check a lot of boxes when you, when you're different positions, but we're in a wing driven league, you know? And so, you know, you have to kind of look at the wing. So I think like Devin Booker and Kevin Durant would be a group, you know, Tatum and Brown would be a group. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George would be a group. So you got to kind of, uh, you got to look at it that way. And I think as far as like wings, two way wings, there's no better combination than those two, than, than Brown and Tatum. Both guys are young. They're both athletic. They're both accomplished. They're both uh, they both defend at a super high level, so I just think, and they're both super durable. So I I would I think anybody around the NBA would tell you that those two, they would take those two guys over anybody else. Now you're asking if it's the NBA Finals and who do you think? I think that's maybe a different question, but who I think every this is this is league wide, league wide. Everyone would pick Brown and Tatum as their best wing uh, duo if uh, out there. Seven game series in the finals, though. For a wing duo, I'll take them. You know, like I don't. It's. Uh, I think. I think this group they needed. They needed Porzingis. They needed Holiday. They need White. They need like Al Horford. I just think to win a championship, I think it's tough. Like you know, the only. I mean, the only wing duos that have done it like that. I guess. I mean, Jordan Pippen. Obviously, they're elite at what they did. But it's it's tough to be. It's tough to check all the boxes if you don't have support help. And you're going to find that out from Phoenix. Like Phoenix is a really good team, but if they don't get support, like if Durant and Booker don't get support, like as good as those guys are, we saw how good Durant is in the playoffs. Like, and you you have to have support. So, I think you know Jokic is, is a different animal. He doesn't need as much support as like a, like a duo of two wings. That's just how the NBA kind of unfolds right now. What do you think of All Star Weekend, Scott? I like the weekend. I obviously the game was. Awful. They probably need to do something about that. <laughs> How about the dunk contest? I mean, I don't. I do. You, like, it's like. Uh, I. I mean, I get it. You don't want to compete. You don't want to get hurt. I get it. But isn't that kind of making a mockery of something that you've worked so hard to get to? Like, remember I talked to you guys about how all star games could, or be, making an all star team could demolish a locker room, yeah. and everyone wants sure. to do it. Yeah, they want to do it. <laughs> I don't get how they just mail it in like that. I. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's ever fixable. Yeah, I mean, I guess you you were a little worried about Jalen in the dunk contest getting hurt, though, right? So like, so I mean, I guess there's, yeah. I mean, I I understand it from that standpoint, but <laughs> the dunk contest got more hurt than he. Yeah, did. I just, I, I just, I, 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 it's unwatchable. I mean, I, I feel like we're close to going the way of the uh, the Pro Bowl games uh, with the NBA All Star Game. 
Do they have a Pro Bowl? They, no, they no, tackle flag football. That's what I'm saying. They've yeah. in the last like two years, three years, whatever it's been. They they no longer do the Pro Bowl anymore. They basically do a, a bunch of tug of war and flag football and stuff. Yeah. They've completely changed it. So we're probably going that way. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's Brian Scott. I think I think there's some things that they may be able to do, like sh- shorten games out, make them uh, games to forty. You know, like multiple games to forty for a charity. I don't know. Like you know, instead of making it this long drawn out thing where if the game is close at the end, I'm sure they would have kind of played a little bit harder. But King of the court that game was over. What if they just did King of the Court with I'm all the All Stars? I'm not. A, I'm not against that. I'm not against three on three King of the Court. Knockout. I'm not against like old, like uh, you know like lining everybody up, picking teams and playing, you know, five on five on five on five, and you know like this who who wins a what what best five or pick six guys for twenty four. Like I don't. I'm not. I think it. Whatever it is, I think you're right. Like whatever direction. And it, it rated really well, but I, I think people were like, I'm done with all that. What's uh, what's the most consecutive games you saw Garnett win in King of the Court? He wasn't a big one-on-one guy. Pierce was the guy. But didn't he? What, wasn't, was the, wasn't there like something? I, I thought there that was, was the a, USA team. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, maybe that yeah. wasn't the Celtics. I'm sorry. Maybe that was Team USA. That's what it yeah. was. Okay. No, he didn't He didn't play one-on-one. Garnett was uh, – Pierce was the one-on-one king. You know, he was uh, the guy. And then if, he wouldn't play against the bigs. He'd play against the wings. And the wings would be Tony Allen, Sam Cassell. Um, Ray wouldn't play. I would play with the wings. But Pierce is – when you, you you want to have a shirt that says king of the court, it really should be Paul Pierce. That dude is tough to beat one-on-one. I like uh, I like this all-star game idea. All right, he's Brian Scalabrini. He joins us uh, every week here on Jones and Mega with Arcan on WEEI. Scal, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. See ya. All right. Brian Scalabrini, as all our guests, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Ray wouldn't play King of the Court. Not surprised. <laughs> Not surprised. That sounds like Ray Allen to me. All all talk. Uh, nothing nothing to back it up. Uh, but King of the Court at All-Star Weekend. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Over and over again. This guy's running running through layup lines. That's probably how people actually get. You probably actually get hurt playing. Line up yeah. all the All-Stars, one big knockout game. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is, like, anything that would be entertaining would be too much. Too big of a risk. I'm kind of surprised they do flag football, honestly. Isn't right. that how Robert Edwards got hurt all those years ago? That was on the beach. Oh, is that They're what it was? Yeah. Beach, yeah. But I was going to say, I'm like, I'm still surprised they even do that. Like, I'm surprised the, the players go hard in that. Uh, anyway, that's Brian Scalabrini. If you missed any of it, Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Get it on your phone. Free, easy. Use the rewind feature. You can check out the interview there. And we have Triple Play next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.